Tyler, you're so impressive. When did you get this cloning machine? <laughs> Sorry, I think that is hilarious. Just <laughs> need to just silence. Double, double the Tyler's zero times the, the discussion. <laughs> this is going to be riveting. Oh, yes. I'm, I'm already so thrilled about this. <laughs> Listen, I understand. It's, it's exhausting when you clone yourself to, uh, you know, you got, you got to take some time for yourself. Cloning is fun. Cloning, cloning is, yeah, cloning is fundamental, actually. Are you saying that you've cloned before? Like, this is not your first cloning experience? Oh, I clone daily. I clone daily. There's, there's little Tylers running around all over the place. You just got the two big Tylers tonight. Oh, okay. Yeah, the, there's like a hierarchy of Tylers where it goes from like biggest to smallest. And I happen to get the two biggest for the podcast. The other Tylers are just running around butt naked somewhere. <laughs> that sounds right. That sounds very chaotic. It sounds Tyler. It sounds very Tyler. How are you, Tyler, number one? I am, I, I don't know. I'm just confused. I'm a little bit, you know, I'm a little bit tired. I'm a little bit hungry. I'm a little bit sexually frustrated. How about you, Tyler, number two? I'm pretty much the same. That cloning machine was tight in there. Tight? I can barely fit all this Tyler in there. <laughs> Well, you know, there's a lot of there's enough Tyler to go around is what I always say. That's been actually one of my mottos most of my life. And I've only been here for what, a few days? <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, yes. I'm worried that like in a lineup, I would not be able to choose the original Tyler from the clone Tylers. We are Tyler. <laughs> Tyler, what's he talking about? I think what? Are you talking about Tyler? Get with the program. Tyler? Are you, wait, well, am I a Tyler now? Or are you the drama? I think you are the drama. Oh, sis, am I the drama? <laughs> am I the drama, sis? We need to watch Netflix when we're being, you know, Tyler, when we're when we're expressing our full Tyler ness. Watching Tyler's favorite episode of Orange is the New Black. But only that one episode. He doesn't watch any of the other episodes. <laughs> Just that one episode where that lady fisted that girl. Yeah. <laughs> what? I must have missed that one. And I, and th you know, the funny thing about that is I have that set up on my Google that any time that one girl fists another girl, I should get a Google alert. And I don't know what's going on with that. No, the, the, the Tyler algorithm is broken. <laughs> Welcome to the Strawberry Boys. So, uh, again, I know I keep getting you guys with this. Uh, I pulled another prank on you, so we don't, we still don't have Tyler yet. Uh, this week, we have two of our very dear friends. Uh, we have Jeff here. Oh, no, not, not Jeff. It's Magnolia. Oh, Magnolia. Not Sorry, Magnolia. You're not supposed to use my real name. You're only <laughs> supposed to use my drag name. <laughs> of course. Sorry. Fuck. Magnolia. And Magnolia. Okay. Thank you, Magnolia. And mm -hmm. we also have our friend Jeremy. 
or should I use your drag name too? Drag name. Okay, yeah. So uh, we also so we have Magnolia here, and we have Covita Viru here. <laughs> Hello, darlings. <laughs> oh, that's beautiful. It's just beautiful. Nature is beautiful sometimes. It is beautiful. It, it can also be very violent, though. Oh my goodness! Have you ever seen like some of those nature documentaries where they show giraffes having sex or something? It can be very disturbing, mm-hmm. but it's beautiful in its own way. It is. It's the circle of life, honey. Yeah, circle of life. You guys want to know a fun fact about giraffes that I yes. read on uh, the internet? And it's probably not true. Go please. For it. Okay, so uh, apparently, most of the, outside of the mating season, giraffes live in like packs of like males and females. Like the, there's not a lot of like like there's not a lot of integration, and uh, so the males when they get horny, they will like fight each other to be like the top. And so when whenever you know one of them like is deemed victorious by the other, then like that one is like the designated top. Oh. I wouldn't think of a giraffe. I, who, how would you know a giraffe was getting horny? What, what's the telltale signs? Probably, uh, probably he's doing a lot of stuff in his coloring book. <laughs> like, like it depends on like what it's drawing. Like if it's doing like a nice like landscape, then it's probably not super horny. But if it's doing like aggressive giraffe sex, like if it's doing that page in the Paint by Neller Colors uh, coloring book, then it's probably getting pretty horny. The way I always find out that Jeremy's horny is I check his Google history, his search history. So that's it. That could be a good clue. We could do that with the giraffes too. Oh yes, yeah. We'll we'll check out their search history. The the giraffes are infamous for both scandal and for uh, not erasing their search histories. <laughs> exactly. They also love to watch the wildebeest. They love the wildebeest. They're so into it. So hot. I will say that uh, documentaries, I feel like we do a good job of highlighting how intense nature is because, you know, it'll show you like, you know, some like bird that you, you become attached to. And the documentary is like, oh, you really you really care for that bird, don't you? You you really uh, he means a lot to you. Right. And it would be terrible if something were to happen to him. Right. And then like 20 seconds later, they fucking show it being like chased by a cheetah or some shit. And uh, cause you to like lose your fucking mind because you're like, no, I want the bird to be safe. Okay, if you were a bird, what kind of bird would you be? What kind of bird would I be? Because um, you're looking kind of birdish. You're you're looking kind of hot, birdish right now. You're giving me some bird vibes. Hot, feathery, and uh, a strong desire to migrate south for the winter. <laughs> oh, who me, sis? So what what kind of bird is that? Um I don't know. Fucking my favorite bird is a duck. I really like ducks. So um, yeah. So I guess like by default I would be one of them. Or maybe I would be like a corvid of some kind, like a crow. Cause, you know, they look all like, you know, edgy and spooky on the outside, but really they're little they're they're little smart, squishy babies. And they're mm-hmm. they're little sweethearts. So Kind of I'm like, a little sweetheart. <laughs> I was gonna say, kind of like you. Aww, Jer- Jeremy, what kind of bird would you be? 
Well, first off, I am a bird, but second off, I would be a penguin. Oh, a penguin. Because we were we are warm and cuddly and we can't fly. These are all facts about you. You are you are both warm, cuddly, and you cannot fly. Not that I've seen. <laughs> I think he's holding out. I think he's when he really wants to impress you, he's going to break out the wings and you're going to be like, that motherfucker can fly. Do you know, oh, Jeremy, yeah. he can also fly. <laughs> yeah. It's like, uh, did, did uh, Jeff, did you see uh, Drag Race this week? I have not watched it, but I have watched several recaps. Uh, Willow Pill this week, she was like, oh yeah, I didn't tell these girls that I'm actually like a really good choreographed dancer. And so like, and when it when it like actually happened, they were all like, "Oh shit!" Like she can she can turn it out because she was holding out on them. And I feel like Jeremy's going to do the same. Like when we least expect it, she's sneaky. She is. She's a little sneaky baby, and she's a little baby. And you know what is really surprising about her is she has a fabulous ass. Did you notice that one during the Chaps episode? No, I I don't, I don't think I noticed that. I mean, I didn't expect it. <laughs> she's got what a <laughs> she's got a dump truck back there yeah <laughs> Tyler's not the only one with a dump truck ass <laughs> I like Tyler's ass <laughs> I do that's that is so great we love that for you and for Tyler I was thinking about Tyler's ass the other day actually <laughs> I really was but anyway oh, that's great that's great. I'm sure he'll be very flattered to hear that. Uh, I'm sure his mom will love that too. Oh shit! Does his mom listen to this? <laughs> yeah. Well, um, what I mean by ass is I mean, you know, he. T- t- one of the things I love about Tyler is he just gives and he gives and he gives until it hurts. And he has actually—I don't know if he's told you guys this yet or not—but he is actually volunteering at an animal rescue place. And one mm-hmm. of the animals that he actually has brought home with him is a donkey. And sometimes they call donkeys asses if you've never heard that term. So when I reference Tyler's firm, round, plump ass, I'm talking about his donkey that he brings home. <laughs> so no, of course, of course. His mother should be proud. She's raised a good boy who loves animals. Mm-hmm, right, of course. And yeah, now we're that's... back to animals. <laughs> Yeah, this is this is the animal episode. It feels like. Oh, Jeff, what what bird are you? What what bird would you be? Oh fuck me. Um, you know I don't know. I th- I I had something in my head when I said that, but I don't know what it was. I would probably be either um, you know, a flamingo maybe because I do I like pink. I go to Florida in the summer, in the winters, you know. So that'd probably be a flamingo. Just a big, nice, fat flamingo. Ooh, a flamingo with a dump truck ass, you say? Flamingo with gout. <laughs> yes, but by gout, you mean a dump truck ass. <laughs> TikTok has ruined me for those sort of things. I don't know if you're TikTok. Do you, I know you TikTok all the time, I'm sure. I, I'm not on TikTok at all, actually. I only have, we only have like the Strawberry Boys TikTok. And so that's like my only uh, like outlet to TikTok. You're not a TikToker? Are you a TikToker, Jeremy? 
I am a TikTok viewer. Yeah, me too. Lots of asses on there. Lots of donkeys. Mm-hmm. Right, of course. Yes, lots of lots of dump truck flamingos. So, hey, David, what's your favorite farm animal? My favorite farm animal. Ooh, um, that's getting hot. So, uh, so my my favorite farm animal is. I mean, fucking ducks are farm animals, and they're like the most bomb. Fucking, they're the little. They're just the cutest little cuties in the whole world. Uh, so my favorite farm animal is a duck. Did you know ducks like to fuck, though? Oh, yeah. I, I'm well aware that they are uh, monsters. They are nightmare abominations. They are very horny creatures. They are, yes. I don't, I don't like to think about that part of ducks. I just like to think about how cute they are when they're just kind of like chilling out in the water and they're like kind of like their neck is in that little thing and it looks like they're smiling because of just the way their bills look. Um, so I like that part of ducks. But um, yeah, uh, I used to be absolutely terrified of horses, and uh, I actually touched a horse for the first time last weekend. Like, I've never had the opportunity to go up and like uh, see one. But Duke works on a farm, and I came and like visited him right before he left work. And he was like, "Yeah, this is Ike. Just like come up here, and you just like put your hand up, and uh, you let it sniff you, and then you just kind of like give it a little pet." And like I was kind of terrified, but I was just kind of like, "All right, the horse is gonna do whatever." And the horse was like, fine, I gave him a little pet. And I'm like, oh, my God, I love you. You're so nice. Was it like a full size horse or was it a pony or? Yeah, he's like a full, full horse. 100% horse. A big stallion, like a big. Yeah. Yeah, the, the biggest horse in the world, actually. It was actually in Clydesdale. And I heard that nobody else has ever been able to get close to it or touch it. You're the first man. It's like a fucking Excalibur where like only the chosen one can like pull the sword out of the stone, but it's a fucking horse. Only chosen can touch the horse. Nobody may touch the horse except for the chosen one. Mm. And, and Jeremy, what is your favorite farm animal? I don't know. I might lean towards the pig. Okay. Why, why a pig? Pigs are smart, they're piggy, and they can be piggy. Yeah, we love that. That is the cutest thing I think I've ever heard in my life. Pigs are smart, they're cute, they can be piggy. What was it? Piggy was two times. What was the... Yeah, pigs. smart, cute, and piggy, piggy. Double piggy. <laughs> Double uh, pig. Like Miss Pig. I kind of feel like we're talking about my exes. I feel like we need to change the subject. We're going from horses <laughs> to pigs. I mean, come on, people. Oh my god, we're talking about my ex-wife. Am I right? <laughs> <laughs> I could see that. Wow, wow, wow. <laughs> oh my god. I couldn't imagine fucking getting married and divorced at 27. I know, well, I did it. And I'm still 27. You are. You're still you're 27 right now, Jeff. I'm glad that because it's very important. I wanted to be sure and mention that I'm 27, single, and looking to mingle. We're all 27 on here. Are you 27? Yeah, we're no. Let's well, see. I'm actually like 73 when I'm not doing the podcast. But like everybody who like comes on the podcast becomes 27 while we record. 
We are all totally 27. We are absolutely 27. We're the 27 club. Wait a second. That's actually like a, that's actually a thing. That's actually a club. (laughs) Oh no. So tell us about your favorite farm animal, Jeff. You know, um, I don't know people. Um, I have a long sorted history with farm animals and some of it is just not that pleasant and I don't want to start crying. Um, I had a, a cow when I was little named baby Huey and I think we ate him and he was very young. So I love cows. I had a calf named baby Huey. Are y'all laughing? I hope I don't, I hope I don't hear laughing. Not my baby. No, it's fucked up. That is upsetting. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh it was terrible. Ter- Jeremy, do you ever think it's so funny? He's like, ha ha, I laugh at your childhood trauma. You lost your, your friend, your cow friend. <laughs> you ate him. You ate your friend. <laughs> oh, my God, Jeremy. Oh, my God. It was traumatic. I wept. And, you know, my baby Huey. Uh, farm animals. I'm not Jeremy. I think Jeremy's Jeremy. getting around. Jeremy's like so he he loves the idea. He's like feeding off of our soul energy right now. <sighs> I cannot believe he's laughing at that. And that is a true story. Like, I saved you all. Like I saved all the details, but that was a true traumatic story that really did a lot to shape me and. And, um, you know, how do you feel about that, Jeremy? That was a beautiful story. <laughs> I've been told I have a way of, like, weaving a story. Um, yeah, cows. Cows are my favorite. A moment of silence for baby Huey. You know what? I know, you, I know you're meaning that as a joke, but that really touches me. Yeah, we're we're not weird. Now, wherever baby Huey is now in the cosmic circle, the cosmic ring, he's acknowledging that ring of silence. But an interesting story about cattle. Did you know a cow will cry? Will cry tears based on emotion? It's one of the really? only animal, one of the few animals that will do that. So that's one of the reasons that the Hindus find them so sacred. You know, it was the cow was the one of the companions of Lord Shiva. So that's one of the reasons, but they're also tied to the family. And, and in Hindu families, it's very common for them to talk about their cattle crying when someone dies, which sounds kind of like a song in a way. I just don't know how to really work out the words and the musicals, but mm-hmm. like Bollywood meets hee haw, but with a cow twist, you know, like <laughs> Bollywood meets hee haw. That's such a, an insane mental image. It would be like Bihaw. Bihaw or would it be Boha? I love that. It would be Boha. We should work on a musical together. I feel that we have really bonded during this podcast. And I think we're ready to to put that, use that bond as the cement that holds our musical talent together and give it to the world. I love that for us. Yeah, I feel like I don't have any experience composing music, but uh, I don't need it because I just feel so inspired by uh, writing uh, the, the musical about hee-haw, but it's cows. 
you know it's going to have to be something to do with baby Huey. Of course, yeah. <laughs> baby Huey's going to be like the protagonist. Oh my God, it could be the story of baby Huey and there could be, I, of course I would play myself and there would be the little fat, dirty, the seven-year-old Jeffy sitting over, Magnolia sitting over in the corner crying as the family ate, you know, steak and laughed. Jeremy, you hate me now, don't you? I don't hate you. How could anyone hate you, Jeff? Oh. No one could hate Magnolia. No. No one can hate Magnolia. Yeah. Magnolia is an absolute ray of sunshine. Thank you. I just, you know, sometimes I just, sometimes I need to hear that, people. You know, mm-hmm. I tell myself that all day long. I sit there and I look in the mirror and I say, Magnolia, you are a ray of sunshine. But sometimes I need to hear it from other people. Of course, yes. Well, we're, we're here to tell you anytime. Thank you. <laughs> so, typically, we would go into a fake podcast. But I feel like this entire episode has been a podcast about farm animals. <laughs> so I think that like qualifies as as our fake podcast. Old McDavid had a farm. E-I-E-I-O. Hey, hey, wait. Sing sing that again, Jeremy. Sing. Old McDavid had a farm. E-I-E-I-O. David, are you are you able to beatbox, per- perhaps? Uh, I can. I can try. Uh, I don't think I've ever. Uh, I've never like really tried to beatbox, but um, sure. Just let me know when you're ready. I'll. I'll try and lay down a beat. <laughs> well, I'm just saying. I think with with uh, with Jeremy's like superior vocal abilities and the way he you know styles that whole song. Did you make that song up? I did. Wow. Mm. So amazing. Nature is beautiful sometimes. Nature is beautiful, but a horny giraffe is going to start your day off in a bad way. That sounds like a horoscope. Like you're reading, it's like Aries. Uh, a horny giraffe is going to come ruin your bad your day. It's going to make it bad. All right. So are we? Are me and Jeremy doing like a, like a composition? I just realized this is not going to work because we're on we're on Discord, and so we're not going to be able to sync up at all. <laughs> The good thing about it is it'll be total silence because you'll be canceling each other out. <laughs> I okay, you know what? I don't. I don't care. I'm. I'm ready, to, Jeremy. If you're into, if you want to try it, if you want to try it, we can. I'm we can ready when it. Are. All right. All right. Let's go. Okay. Wait. Okay. Three, oh two, one, go. <laughs> Old McDavid had a farm. E-I-E-I-O. Okay, Jeremy, there has to be more to that. We're not going to ever get a Tony with just that one beautifully written verse, though. Well, here's the thing, Jeff. Like, I understand that. But, uh, like, in the the same way that, you know, all those... 1970s prog bands would write epics like these like 20 minute long songs uh what jeremy has composed is an anti-epic where it is um just a tiny short musical composition it says everything that it needs to in the six seconds that it is that's why you boss that's why we're just your minions you you just you you tied it all up in a nice bow there and your beatboxing was absolutely divine oh thank you yes beautiful we're not trying to blow smoke up your ass of course not i've never had anything up my ass 
Oh, dear. Are we moving into the uh, storytelling portion of the podcast? So, yes. So here's, here's my thought. So instead of um, – we get, we get, let me see how you guys feel about this. Instead of us doing a meditation where, like, one of you does a meditation, mm-hmm. we could alternatively go around the table and do horoscope, like, write out fake horoscopes. So in the same vein as the, uh, you know – a horny giraffe, will, uh, Aries, a horny giraffe will come ruin your day in a bad way. <laughs> that's, that's so funny, but I don't think I could come up with any funny ones, but I would be. You already did. You came up with the horny giraffe one. <laughs> well, I'll do whatever. What do you think, Jeremy? I'm down. <laughs> yeah, I think that we can, that way we can all have fun with it. And, uh, um, Jeff, I might need you. You probably know more about astrology than either of us, so like you can, you can go. Uh, you can you can help us like guide us through the order. I gotcha. You just whenever you you want to start with Aries. Yes. Okay. Aries, be afraid. Be very afraid. Do you remember that pencil that you lost in fourth grade in Miss Applebaum's classroom? Well, it's become sentient, and it's looking for you. And when it finds you, it's not going to be pretty. Also, treat yourself to a nice bubble bath. Taurus. The magic is within you. Just look within. Look at the peach fuzz down below. Happiness will be upon you. Gemini it's important to remember that not all farm animals wear pants not all farm animals have jobs but you need to do both remember that period cancer um so you just got turned into a crab Talk about a Tuesday, am I right? If you go to the corner store on 25th and Market Street, there is a man in there who can help you transform back into a regular human. Uh, If you're thinking about dating uh, a Capricorn, uh, fucking go for it. I was going to say don't, but I changed my mind. You're good. It's going to be great. It's going to be the best relationship you've ever had after you transform into a crab. Leo. You are the lion. You pounce like the lion. You be the lion. The lion will roar at midnight. Virgo. Remember that man from Broadway across America that you met down in the river bottoms in um, by the Ohio River? He's still looking for you. He's thinking about you tonight. Go down to the river and I'll be he'll be waiting for you there. Libra. Someone's going to invite you down to the river to uh, see a mysterious man that you've met before, but don't do it. It's a trap. <laughs> Sting like a wasp. Bite like a bee and be yourself. 
Sagittarius. Remember to always look over your shoulder for mm, whatever might be following you. It could just be some random stranger walking down the street, Sagittarius, or it could be possibly a Scorpio that's wanting to sting you or wanting to trip you. Always look over your shoulder because the world's out to get you. Be prepared. Capricorn, you may appear at first to be unapproachable and scary, but trust me, people love you and they want you to be close to them. So when that small child goes up to you to pet you, you turn around and you buck straight into his face because that was a complete violation of your personal space and you did not appreciate that. Aquarius, you flow like the ocean. Now flow away. Goodbye. Good riddance. <laughs> my God. Oh my God. <laughs> oh my Lord. Feel seen. Uh, Pisces. Don't let people tell you you smell like a fish. It's not a sickness. It can be taken care of. It can be dealt with. There are creams, there are ointments. Um, I've even heard that you could just use plain, unflavored, sugar-free yogurt, Pisces, and it will take care of all that unfortunate odor. I think that's it, guys. That's it. We made it through we the whole thing. That, that was amazing. I, I'm sure everyone is going to be so thrilled with their, uh, with their astrology readings for the week. Except Aquarius. Except Aquarius, where you just told him to straight up fucking die. You were go like, fuck go yourself, fuck- Aquarius. <laughs> yeah, you were like, like, go get fucking swept away, you fucking douche. Now, here's the thing. If we were to, if, if I'm ever on a game show and I have to do this again, what you just said totally made sense to me with that statement when you said, oh, everybody's going to love hearing their own sign. And it's like it clicked. So anyway, yes. It's like, I don't, I'm not super like into astrology. Like I don't follow it or anything like that. But like when I find out that like someone famous or someone that I like is the same sign as me, I'm like, oh my God, twinsies. You know, what sign are you? I'm a Taurus. Oh, my best friend's a Taurus. Oh, what are you, Jeremy? Just out of curiosity. Scorpio. Oh, Scorpios. Sorry, I had to kill you, but you made me do it. Scorpios are amazing friends and lovers. The only sign that really is can even come close to being as passionate as most Scorpios are being Aries. Or uh, now, wait, what were you, David? A Taurus. 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 <laughs> but no, Scorpios are great, passionate signs. Love it. I'm a boring Capricorn. Yeah, there's nothing boring about that. You're a goat. I was worried you were going to be an Aquarius. Oh, yeah. And you told him to fuck off. I wish I would have said, oh, I'm an Aquarius, by the way. Yeah. No, it's like you're 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 a Capricorn. You're a goat. You're literally greatest of all time. Thank you. Well, uh, I think that's a great place to wrap it up. 
Uh, it's been so much fun having the two of you on. Thank you so much for uh, joining me on the Strawberry Boys. Lovely to be. Yes, this has been great. Thank you for for having Magnolia, and I, I appreciate. You know, I know that Tyler was really quiet during these episodes. I, I don't know what's going on with him. I don't know if maybe it's a technical issue or what. He's but, probably just being gay. Yeah, but he does have a big ass. <laughs> yeah, he, sorry, was, he was dealing with giant ass technical difficulties. <laughs> I am so sorry, Tyler's mom. <laughs> Shout out to Tyler's mom. We love you, Tyler's mom. Sorry for talking about your son's ass. We can't. What's her first name? Do you know? I I don't know. I don't think Tyler said it. Okay. Miss Tyler's mom, I'm just going to tell you right now. We're sorry for talking about his ass, but really, that is usually the topic of conversation most men have that know Tyler. That's generally (laughs) what we talk about. So I said it. I'm not taking it back. I'm not taking it back. No takesies backsies. Thank you, Strawberry Boys. Oh, yes. No, thank you, Jeff, a.k.a. Magnolia. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. So do you guys have anything you'd like to promote? I am here to promote world peace. Thanks, Jeremy. Worldpeace.com. Mm, Jeremy, Aww. I was going to I was going to like promote something like try to get a date or like promote my you know my myself and you throw out the world peace i think i just lost the beauty pageant didn't i that's okay you 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 put in a valiant effort but uh jeremy's ferocious in those pageants he he is almost like it's for a minute i thought it was roxy andrews i thought is this roxy andrews on this podcast with me yeah yeah yes exactly you've been roxy andrews (laughs) But Jeremy, stop. Thank you, guys. Alrighty. Well, uh, thank you all for listening. Uh, if you want to find more from the Strawberry Boys, you can check out our link tree in the description. If you haven't subscribed on YouTube or on the podcast apps, please consider doing so. Alrighty, guys. Thank you so much for coming on. This has been a fucking blast. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Thanks, gays. Bye. Oh, he actually. <laughs> right. No. Bye.